Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn, and hi everybody. We're a little late this week, but that's okay because in a couple days we'll do a new episode again. I know, which is fun because like, I w- when we'll talk about next month, but I was like, I was thinking about next month. I was like, oh, we'll do this. And I'm like, that means I got to get this episode up tonight. Right. Is and there a 31st of this month? That's yes. probably, okay, then we're so good. So tomorrow you're good. Yeah. yeah well, and you work go- too, super early in the morning, so don't worry about yeah. tonight. Um, but yes, hello. Welcome back to Kid Tested Mother Approved. I'm the kid Ruben. <laughs> I'm still the mom Don. And if you've never listened to us before, we're glad you're here. Hello. Um, hello. We're. It was a to you. It was to them. No, I get that. I was also talking to them, and then you responded to me. No, I was. I was saying hello oh. too. Oh, all right. Um, this is a movie review podcast show, kind of. It's basically just being Ruben talking. Yeah. But we come up with a theme, or a theme's given to us. Ruben picks a movie for me. I picked a movie for him. What was the theme this week, Ruben? Uh, and then we talk about it. The then we theme, talk about the it. The theme this week was congratulations, you played yourself, which I'm yes. so, I was so, so proud of myself for coming up with that name. That was a pretty good it's name. It's a funny meme. Um, okay. You know who DJ Khaled is? Have we talked about that? Um, I, we haven't talked about him, but I know who he is. Have you, have you ever seen that Snapchat story of his? It's on like YouTube now. He got lost in the middle of the ocean on a jet ski. And Snapchatted the whole thing and was like, we out here, we lost, we don't know where we're going. <laughs> but he's just like... Alone? Yeah. Saying we? Yeah, because that's like what you do in your rap. You're like, we love this. And it's like, who's we? You're the only one in this room. It's like, we oh, all so love Oh, so does that it. mean I'm cool? Because sometimes I'll say to my students, so can you find Miss Dawn? I talk in third person. Does that make me cool? No, it makes you a lunatic. <laughs> it makes you a crazy old lady. Yeah. That's good enough. All right. Um, so who's going to go first today? Unless she had something else she wanted to talk about first. Uh, well, we do need to talk about why this episode went up so late. No, we don't. Oh, all right. Good Good talk. I w- no, it's fine. You can if you want to. I was thinking that wasn't the think- what do we do? What were we watching? Seeing? Uh, seeing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, we that's fine. Well, so, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, if you want to add it no, now. No, no, no. It's fine. You're no. the, it's your show. Maybe I, maybe I just edited it in. Maybe. How I mean, many How many syllables did that word just have? Don't make fun of me. <laughs> it was funny. I was literally about to be like, you're not my mom. Yes, actually, I am. That's incorrect. You know what? That's okay. That's just like, I think we've talked about this before. I cannot say the word. Okay. I have to really think. Can you see how hard I'm thinking? Yeah, it's kind of sad. Taekwondo. You can't say Taekwondo? No. Say it, Taekwondo. Taekwondo. (laughs) I can't do it. Because the first word I want to say, Taekwondo. I do Taekwondo. Or I was thinking like, Helmer Fudd. Be quiet. I'm going to do my Taekwondo. Be very, very quiet. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> now I just imagine like, eh, what's up, Doc? I'm gonna do my Taekwondo. I can't do Elmer Fudd. No, I do it better than you, you do. You do, it. which is funny. Um, so. Okay. Um, you go first. Okay, so the movie that you had me watch, mm. which I had seen, early That's 90s, right? Yeah. Early 90s, like oh, 91? Yeah. 92 or Early 90s. Uh, early 90s, because the second one's 92. Yeah. Um, so, Wayne's World. Yes. What does yes. the theme mean? We just said what the theme was. We didn't say what it means. So it just means that there is someone in the movie that's playing themselves. Yes. So in my movie that you had me watch, mm-hmm. it's Alice Cooper, yes. who it's, it's hysterical. Okay, so let me just say... Wayne's World, mm-hmm. Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, love, love, love. We're so excited when you told me this movie because I love this movie. This movie so is amazing. Good. Tia Carrere. It's either Carrera or Carrera. I think it's Carrera. 
Um, Rob Lowe, hello. Mm. It has Mrs. Dan Aykroyd in it. Yep. As the uh, as the Garth's dream, dream girl, yeah. yeah, and I love the dream woman. Yeah, hello. Um, let me see who else there's. Oh, you know who else is in it? Ed O'Neill. Yeah, for like for like okay. No, there's like four or five scenes. But anytime he's on screen, yeah, he absolutely steals that that scene. Like absolutely, he's it's so funny. funny in that movie. Well, and what I like about this movie too. Okay, so let's talk about it. So uh, first, Chris of Farley's all, in it too for, for a scene, like a second a scene. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um, and then let me think. Belushi. When? He There's plays. No Belushi. No. No. Yes. Belushi. Not Belushi. Then who's the other? Murray. Sorry, I get them mixed Brian up sometimes. Brian Doyle, Doyle Murray. Brian. Like, when do you think John no. Belushi's in no. this movie? No. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he look young? But it no, is. No, he doesn't. You don't think he does compared to, to what me, he looks like now? Well, to me, Brian Doyle Murray has all. Like, I'm sure he was born looking 40, and then at 40, he looked 80. Like, yeah, to me, he's always looked old. Old. So, and I think this theme could also be great casts. Because both of these movies, both these you're movies just like, what? what? Yeah, oh, that just, guy? That, there was somebody else I wanted to tell it's you. It's a lot of that guy. Yeah, or, yeah, it was, it's good. Okay, so, it's Wayne and Garth. And so, if you don't know this movie, which you probably don't, if you're younger than Ruben, yeah, you don't know you're that. not going to know any of this. Um started out on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. as a skit, and it just... I th- would you say, now I could be wrong, was this the first of the Saturday Night Live movies? Second. What was the first one? Blues Brothers. Oh. I didn't, see, I didn't know that the Blues Brothers was a Saturday Night Live skit. They... So, it's weird. To, I would love to be wrong about this. Okay, so if... Like if, how Wayne and Garth were a skit, uh-huh. it was like, oh, the Blues Brothers are going to do a song now. Got and it. And it was like... Isn't that John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, or like, it, and not in like an Andy Kaufman, Tony Clifton way. Right. It just, was. It was never like we're not them. It was just like, and now the Blues Blue, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Where it's Elwood and what's his bucket? Yeah, I don't remember their names because I, I never watched them either. Almost called him John Elway. No, is, that's the that's the retired Le- Denver Leroy? Broncos. Leroy John. John it, Elway. No, no, no. I'm just talking about it's Elwood and I have no Jer- Leroy Jerpins. It's not Durpins. They had the Night at the Roxbury. Neither, yeah. Neither, I mean. Superstar. Wait. One of my favorites. Well, wait, stop naming them because I want to see if we can do this. Okay. Back and forth, just keep naming them until we can't do them anymore. Okay, I won't be able to go very far. Okay, but but I think we've already, trying to think. What's the most recent one? I What's think the it's, last one? Is the last one Superstar? Uh, I don't know. That would be uh, something to Google. I got one. It's Pat. Oh, is that a character? You remember It's Pat? Oh, not not very much. And then didn't um, I love this guy Tim? Undercover brother, not undercover brother. Wasn't uh, ladies man? Ladies man. Ladies man was, was an SNL movie. Yeah. What else was it? I don't think there were too many more. There, there's one that I like. I can't think of, but I know in the last ten years, it's like it's like screaming in my face, like it's right there. You you know what it is. Right. I'm really surprised we haven't gotten one recently. So I'm be like, oh duh, we got this. Don't be like, oh duh. Yeah, and that's okay. Oh, MacGruber. You remember MacGruber? MacGruder? MacGruber. It was the MacGyver parody. Yeah, but wasn't it MacGruder? No, it's MacGruber. Okay. Was that a character from Saturday Night Live? That's an SNL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could just say SNL. I could be cool like that. I mean, it's what it's called. It's Saturday Night Live. It's SNL. You know what I say when I say SNL. I know, but I I, I say Saturday Night Live. Oh, you're right. And then after this, I'm going to go to the, the 
Young Men's Club Athletics. I don't know what YMCA stands for, but I was trying to make a point that... Young Men's Christian Association? Really? I think so. No, nah, I'm pretty sure it's... Look it up! You're Your mom... A... No, be nice. Your mom carries... Alligators. Well, all right. <laughs> anyway, we totally got off on a tangent. Okay, so Wayne and Garth mm-hmm. started out as a Saturday Night Live SNL kind of a skit, <laughs> and it went into this movie. So it's basically the story of Wayne and Garth and how Wayne lives in the, his parents' basement. Who we never we see. We never see. And they do this little, like, public access. I have a hard time with that word, too. Public access show. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, oh, you know who else? I was going to say, Ion Sky is in it. Who? From Say Anything. That's the girl from Say Anything. Uh, right at the beginning with Rob Lowe. Yeah, and there was another name. Laura Who's Flynn the, Boyle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What Twin the, Peaks. She was real big in Twin this Peaks. This is a really dumb question. Sure. And this is a serious question. Okay, here. Let me put my serious face on. I, d- is she alive or did she get murdered? No, she's alive. Why do I have this association with like a very big crime with that name? I don't know. She's not a criminal or was not murdered. You can or Google it, but I don't think so. Okay, Google it while maybe, we talk. Cause maybe I'll she just... died in Twin Peaks, and that was the big thing. Maybe I don't know. I don't think so, but because well, she was she's... in it for a long time. Well, I don't know. Hold on. So she's good, or maybe I don't know, Ruben. Maybe you're right. I just I felt like I was like, I saw the name and I was like, oh, I don't think that's a good. I don't think good things happen to her. But it... right. And did we say Rob Lowe already? Yeah, I think. We yeah, did. we did. Because he's cute. Okay. So basically, it's a story of Wayne and Garth and their friends, and they drive this little blue car. It's something like a pacer or something. It's a pacer, the Murphy And it starts so right away. They're filming their show, and they're just doofuses, total doofuses. <laughs> but you just love them because they're so doofusy. And here's where the problem is with this film. It was so funny back then because it was. You you hear it on Saturday Night Live or whatever. It was just funny because you knew it. You knew it was coming. It's basically just one big hour and 34 minute skit. There's kind of a storyline, but not really. It's just skit, funny line. Here's it coming. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Wayne and Garth. Yes. And there's a couple, There's one other character who does it. It's Ed O'Neill. Wayne and Garth are the only characters that talk to the, the camera. So that's what I was going to say. Love that. That Wayne and Garth, and then Ed O'Neill's character starts to <laughs> talk. And he's like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I, only Garth and I get he to talk. He talks about killing a man. Yeah, and he keeps talking about it. Every time he's on the screen, he's talking again. So basically, Rob Lowe is a bad guy. Wait, 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 though. With the suck cut, where this guy yes. comes into the basement. Okay. Uh, Dana Carvey's Garth. Uh-huh. He is the, like... He chews the scene in the best way anytime he's on camera. He really does. When he's sitting there and they're bringing the suck cut down, if you just watch Garth and don't even pay attention to anything else, it is so funny because he's sitting there and he's like shaking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then when the guy puts the suck cut on him, and even before it starts, he starts screaming, which is such a funny, like that's so, so true of the character. And he's like, it's sucking the hair. And then Garth says, it's sucking my will to live. Yeah, it just, the way he talks, what I love about Garth is with Wayne, he's wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. With everyone else, he just becomes hey. this little, hey. Sounds Ooh. good. He yeah. makes these kind of funny <laughs> little noises. You know what he meets? Alice Cooper? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, okay, so then... 
Rob Lowe is as a schmarmy. Can we say that? Yeah, we can. Is a schmarm, schmarmy business guy. So he sees the the Wayne's World show, mm-hmm. decides he's gonna take exploit it. exploit it, and so that's what he does. He convinces this guy to be a sponsor. It's Brian Doyle Murray with an arcade called Noah's Arcade. Noah's which Arcade, is really which is clever. really clever. Because it's like two of every machine, so there's no line. I'm like, not a not a bad business model. Right, exactly. It's expensive. So, right. So he convinces Wayne and Garth to sign with him, and then they're going to produce the show. And my one of my favorite scenes, too, <clears throat> sorry, is he's like, I know you guys aren't about the money, but Mr. So-and-so wanted to give you money, but I know you're not going to take it, but here I have these checks for $5,000 each. And they're like, whoa. And so they take him, and Where's then Garth s- sucking on where he's like, it goes into his throat and he spits it out in the drink it, without missing a beat. Like Wayne just goes like, "All right, touchdown!" <laughs> like, right? Or he shoots, he scores. And then, and then as all is done, and they're walking across the street, we got five thousand dollars. We got five thousand dollars. And then the whole story too is Wayne is in love with his guitar, and the line is. She will be mine. Oh, oh yes. yes. She, she will, will be, be mine. mine. And he also uses it for Cassandra. So there's this whole love story between him and Cassandra and Garth and the mystery <coughs> quiet donut lady who every time he looks at her, the Romeo and Juliet theme plays. I like that when um, Wayne first saw Cassandra, it's he plays... I, okay, can I just tell you, I'm going to date myself so badly. Dream... Okay, when I was in fifth grade... Mrs. Stith was my fifth grade teacher. What up, Mrs. Stith? You can come on our show. She was kind of mean. Uh, you can't come on our show then. She, she, yeah, but that was a long time ago. She's also probably dead. No, so I don't good. think she's dead, but she's a little bit. I mean, I'm not. I know a lot of times I make fun of you for being old. Right. I'm not making fun of you for being older here. If someone was your fifth grade teacher. Yeah. You're like, how old uh, are you now? Fifty-two. So she's probably she was probably at least how old are you in fifth grade? Uh, 10? Okay, wait, I have to think. The little girl I take care of, she's fourth grade, she's nine. So 10. So 10. So this teacher is probably 20 years older than you, minimum? Right. So, so now she's like 72? Right, I don't know. But anyway, it She's matter. number one fan. <laughs> she's our number one fan. So anyway, on Friday afternoons, yeah. we got to bring in uh, 45s, the records, and yeah. we could play them, or albums or whatever, because she had a little record player. Dreamweaver was a song that they played a lot, and Rich Girl by Hollow Notes. But that one says a bad word. I used to love that, because then you could sing it, because it's okay, because... They let you do that in class? Yeah. She did. She did. Well, she, you said she was mean, but she seems cool. I just, she seems super cool if she's like, okay. who wants to hear a swear? Because <laughs> I got... I had this boy put a tack on my chair, and Hilarious. she didn't do it. And Hilarious. She and she didn't do anything about it. Uh, if I had a time machine, I would go back in time. I would watch that happen. I would give that kid a high five. He and was a friend of mine for a very long time. Yeah? Really and truly. Oh. Well, then I would high for, five him. For, oh, and then he was my... Then he was then in fifth grade, you also had to do square dancing. And he was my square dance partner. <laughs> you did do square dancing? We had to do square dancing. <laughs> You were a dork. It wasn't my fault. I mean, it wasn't just like me. It was the whole fifth grade. (laughs) All right, kids, we could do something cool like Skydiver. Who wants to square dance? You were like, I do. No, every all the fifth grade had to do it. Uh, If I see the thing is, like, 
like this big like explosion could happen outside and be like here you go Ruben you get a time machine you could do anything you can stop anything like I just want to watch my mother embarrass herself as a child it's like oh that's weirdly narcissistic you literally could save JFK no, no I just want to see the tack thing yeah <laughs> well yeah but then again he and I were friends because then we went to junior high together because we, to, we both went to private junior high and there he was and then we were still friends in high school even though we didn't go to the same high school Gosh, even even probably into my early twenties, they used to. on Facebook. Um, I can't find him anymore. Oh. Which I would love to just touch base and see where he is and what he's doing. Probably but still putting tax on people's chairs. I don't think he's putting. He's tax like, yeah, he's like at work. He's like, hey, watch this. This was funny in fifth grade. Yeah, no, I don't Apparently think so. Apparently, it's harassment. Yeah, no. Okay, so let's go back to the movie. Okay. So basically, everything kind of falls apart, right? Because well, they're at first they are all happy. Um, I was going to say Mike. Uh, Wayne gets his guitar. He's got the girl. Okay, but we... So there's a couple things we have to talk about. Sure. So the, at the beginning of the movie... Yes. Wayne and Garth are laying on the car. Oh, no, that's not the beginning of the movie. That's more... T- because we... It happens we, twice. Okay, but we forgot the the beginning scene. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. So amazing. So Dana Carvey did not le- learn the words to the song. Okay. And was upset when they used a cut of him... Like, it, this is an audio medium, but I'll show you what he's doing. He's just going, he's just moving his mouth to the uh-huh, lyrics. But it looks, it works. He was upset that they used that cut. It's so funny when it cuts to Garth and Garth is just, yeah, it's just Garth. I mean, yeah. it, I didn't think anything no. about it. And you know what else was interesting? You know how we do Amazon Prime and we yeah. poke it? It said that both uh, Mike, it's not funny. Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. Mike Myers and Dana Carvey hurt their necks. Really bad. From banging them so much. So then, and some of the scenes when they do it again, it said you can notice they're not. They're not moving their banging necks. Them, too banging much, them as yeah. much. So also wanted to mention there's a Deloise in there. Really? One of the one of them is a Deloise. I, I get all is those. Is Terry that I love you? No, it's it's another one that's kind of in further back. back. Yeah. But um, I get all the Deloise boys mixed yeah, up. There's like a thousand. Peter and. There's three or four. Jerpus. No, there's no Jerpus. There is not one single Jerpus in the entire planet. There's one goes like, I'm from... Yeah. I'm, we get yeah, this he's email. getting an email like, my name's Jerpus and, and I'm a big fan and that's I'm right. from Ohio. And now I'm not listening to you anymore, Don, because you're rude. Yeah. You said so, I don't exist. You right. You don't exist. Yeah, so there. Ugh. Okay. So then things start to kind of, you know... Um, well, Dana... Car- or, sorry. Garth has figured out right away... That Rob Lowe's character is for no good. I love it when they're all doing stuff and Garth's like, come on. And I love the whole camera, talking to the camera. Which, let me, can I just jump to something really quick? Yeah. Did you notice there's a, a commonality between our two films this week? Yeah. Because John just, Cusack talks to them. The to like, second that I started, because I watched mine first and then I watched yours. The second I started Wayne's World, I was like, I totally forgot that Wayne talks to the camera. Right. And so, and in, in High Fidelity, he Does talks it, to the camera too. movie too, yeah. Yeah. Which but he doesn't call t- it a camera. No, he doesn't. It's just like he's talking to you. Yeah. So, um, okay. So then Garth is like looking through his apartment and, and there's some naughty things. We won't <laughs> talk about those. I like that. How did he pick up girls? Like, and Garth is like, ew. Yeah, <laughs> none like, of their stuff. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> and so he figures it out right away and it takes Wayne some time to figure that things are going wrong. But so, No, but at the beginning we totally passed over the airport. Yeah, go ahead. So they're laying on Garth's car. Yeah, which is so fun. And they're talking about Cassandra. So that's the first time they see Cassandra. So this yes. is even before they get the $5,000 check. Yeah, way before, yeah. So they're getting the, they're laying on the car 
We're talking about if she was a president, yes. she'd be Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln, which they used to do that stuff yeah. on Saturday Night Live all the Babylon. time. She'd be Babylon. She'd be this. Yeah, She's it was this. always everything. So then they, pres- uh, Garth asks Wayne, he goes, hey, did you ever think that when Bugs Bunny yeah. puts on a dress he- and looks like a girl that he was pretty or something, it cuts to Wayne laying on the car, totally to start laughing. And go, no? And then he's laughing. And you can actually, if you play it back, you can hear Dana Carvey's laughing too. They both broke character. Because that wasn't a scripted line. Oh. So he's not Wayne laughing. He's legit. Because he, he just got him off guard. He caught him so off guard. And he just goes, no? And not in the Wayne voice. Yeah. And like Mike Myers actual, like, what? And then it cuts back to Dana Carvey not laughing at all. Right. But you can hear two laughing, whether it's, it's Dana Carvey yeah. or someone behind the camera. He's like, what? And he's like, oh, me either. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's okay. So let me see. So then something happens. Oh, it's the first episode of the show. <laughs> and they're going to do their intro and there's music and there's like an, there's an announcer and everything is just not their show. And then they have the special guest. And so Wayne has these cards that he has to um, ask questions and things. But he had asked the producer for a pencil. So he could, like, take He'd notes. take notes. Well, he took notes all right. He wrote naughty things about <laughs> the guy he's interviewing. So I can't even repeat any of it. No. But so he's like, so. And then when he asks the question, he'll flip over the card. And the audience and the booth... Can, can see, see the naughty, bigger, yeah, know. the naughty words and things that are written on there. I love when they're doing the rehearsal and uh-huh. have the big blue screen come down and go. They're like, oh, no, that we're, is we're funny. In New York and Garth just goes, I have a gun. I know. I'm <laughs> like, like, what? He's trying to remember what he says. He goes, I have a gun, pizza pie, or he just says something, and then it's like, now we're in Texas and Garth's like, howdy y'all. It. And then it's, now we're in Delaware. Hi. I'm from Delaware. Yeah, it's like, hi, I'm in Delaware. So, and, and then, so then, Rob Lowe's character gets angry at mm-hmm. Wayne and says, you're fired. And he's like, I'm not fired. I'm taking my show. <laughs> and then, but then he realizes that Rob Lowe's character just wants Cassandra. Well, then they cut back after Wayne quits. They cut back to Garth. And he's like, what he say? He's something like, I'm or at the beginning. When they're first doing the show, Wayne kind of goes, party on, Garth, after all the, the theme song and everything. Uh-huh. And Garth just goes, okay. Yeah, he goes like, I guess. Yeah, right. It's very weird. And then... Um, Is that before or after the, the advertising, the the product placement scene? Okay, that is so funny. I think the the product placement scene is it's, so... It's before that. But it's like, I hate product placement. And there's like Doritos. Yeah, he, and then oh, he, he, every time it cuts back to Wayne or Garth, they have some sort of product. Like he's eating like pizza and he like stops. Yeah. Supposedly. Ah, and then Doritos and Pepsi for a new generation. I mean, it was just, and then Garth is all dressed as <laughs> some. Reebok. Yeah. I mean, it, that stuff was funny. It's just, okay. So the swing, I just have to say it. If you don't know what that is, it's just, it's, you're lost. Because it's so, I mean, you can figure out what it is, but it's not as funny now as it was when it was so popular. No, because it's almost like now it's like, it's almost like not an okay, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's not like mean or bad, but it's like, you don't jokes like that don't really happen anymore. Like that's not really, 
the character, but at the same time, the whole joke of these characters is that they're kind of like not Adam Sandler man children, but their age is pretty indeterminate. Well, well, no, but I think that there because there's even kind of a quip made about you know you're still living in your parents' right. basement. But you, we, Wayne's age. I mean, because then him and Garth play hockey in the street, which is so funny. Car, car, game and on, game on. Oh, that's what it is. Game on. And the funniest thing about that scene is Garth is wearing, is it a goalie mask? Yeah, it's a hockey mask. A hockey mask. And his glasses are over the, the thing, mask. which is just funny. So there are a lot of funny, cute points to this. But I tell you what, it was a really long hour and 34 minutes. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. I loved it then. I don't love it now. It does not stand the test of time. See, here's my thing, though. Okay. We've watched a few different movies from this comedy generation. Okay. And there's, I mean, there's some, so do you think that, like, Happy Gilmore, do you think the Adam Sandler Man Baby 90 movies still hold up? Nope. Do you think Ace Ventura still holds up to Jim Carrey? Because Jim Carrey... I think it holds up, I just don't want to watch it. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, you want to watch this, but you don't think it holds up? You see what I'm saying? Here's what, here's what I say. If you are... Younger, I'm going to say, honestly, if you're younger than 35 and you don't know who these two characters are, it's a throw it in the trash. Okay. okay? If you already know who these characters are, mm-hmm. it's it's a rent it or a buy it for sure. Yeah. Just because it's kind of like coming home. You know, it's it's a happier, fun, guys you would love to have at your house. They could never, ever reboot this. No. Or do it like... If they rebooted it, it couldn't be Wayne and Garth because Wayne and Garth wouldn't exist in 2018. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Wayne and Garth are the epitome of 90s. Right. And, like, they're in their classic rock. They're almost that late 80s or, right. like, not really wanting to become 90s. But, I mean, Gar- Garth looks like if Garth walked into anywhere now, he would fit in perfectly. The big, thick glasses, the flannel, the old band tee, the ripped jeans. Maybe not the hair. No. <laughs> He'd, he'd be in a man bun. Oh, I don't want to see Garth in a man bun. I don't think there are too many people do the man bun anymore. I think it's no, kind of but, it, but that totally... Gar- yeah, that would be Garth's hair. Okay, we got to talk about Garth's dog, who's only in it for two seconds. I scenes. love it. It's like, a, it's like a lassie dog with a kind of a bushy thing on the head. Yeah, and then it's got the, the spiked uh, wristbands. What, girl? Wayne is in trouble? He's been taken by aliens? Oh, no, he's outside? Okay, sorry, I didn't understand. <laughs> Which is like, why is there a lassie joke? I know, right? And it's just weird. So, um, I know that we talked about it kind of in and out, but that's kind of my my take on it. If you don't know who Wayne and Garth are, throw it. You don't need to watch it because you're not going to enjoy it. If you know who Wayne and Garth are, you're going to like it. So, rent it or buy it, depending. Here's the thing. Here's something I never, ever 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 mm-hmm. want to see okay in 2018 even on a saturday night live skit wayne and world's wayne's world three i no i just don't want to see mike myers and dana carvey doing wayne and garth again they did it for the 40th anniversary when was that just a couple years ago mm-hmm. wayne and garth don't age wayne and garth don't change yes wayne but the, Gar- the actors change and that's the problem that i would have is is it's a 50-year-old man playing a 20-something-year-old character. I, I don't really want to do that. They they play it pretty well, and they make a few jokes about that. Okay. Um, 
I'll uh, I'll show you. I'll, it, I'll it's look on it up. YouTube. It's it's fine. Like it, it kind of like they make, but they make the reference of like how they're not aging. How Wayne and Garth are for some reason still Wayne and Garth, and they in their basement. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, but it's 50 year old men playing that. Where before they were, you know, that was younger. in the 90s. So that was they were a lot younger. Mike Myers' shirt is a little less tight. There you go. Than, than it was in this movie. In this movie, his shirt's really tight. Right. It's not well, so and, tight. Well, and I do think it is funny when it, it flopped up, gratuitous sex scene or something, and he was wearing those funky underpants. And then... And he looks at the camera, he's like, all right! Right, and then there was the one that was like, award, Oscar, Oscar scene or something, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, no. Do you know, this is going to sound so weird. Do you know what the Wayne's World of this kind of era to me is? It's Deadpool. It's... Okay, that makes sense. An hour and a half to two hours of references. Okay. Kind of pandering to the general... Not pandering, but it's... What's popular right now? Dumb fun action. Great. Cool. Like, obviously, Wayne's World was that funny SNL humor. Right. This is action, killing, that kind of... That's popular in movies. That's fun. And then constant camera breaks. I mean, literally every single time a song plays on the Deadpool 2 soundtrack, Deadpool cues it up. Like, he's like... Like, 9 to 5 is in the intro scene of Deadpool 2 and he goes let's get it Dolly and then 9 to 5 starts playing so I have not seen those movies yeah but I think I'm gonna see them because like one is definitely a little bit more I I would if you didn't need to see one I would say just watch two but one sets up enough that's just like okay I understand I can always just fast forward or close my eyes if it's extra there's only one scene that's like and they even make a reference to it in the second one it's kind of funny um but it's it's dumb fun you know what I mean but that to me is what this is okay so here's the thing though tell me Wayne and Garth yes or Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber nope what wait who's better oh Wayne and Garth hands down Wayne and Garth yes or David Spade and Chris Farley and Tommy Boy Hands down, Wayne and Garth. Really? Okay. Now, if you really want to do one, and I talked about this last week, if you really want to do one that's hard for me, mm-hmm. Wayne and Garth, Yeah. Bob and Doug McKenzie. They're about the same. They really are the same characters. I love it. Because they're just Canadian or American. Like, that's well, really yeah, what they are. Yeah, but, th- yeah. I think Bob and Doug McKenzie are not as intelligent. Not that Wayne and Garth are intelligent, but... <laughs> Wayne and Garth aren't intelligent. But they, I don't know. Well, it's Because that's fun. that whole scene with Garth when he's reading through uh, Rob Lowe's book and he goes like, exploit local TV show. <laughs> Feel bad for whoever that is. Like, right. And then I was like, oh. So, anyway. Um, so you, so what else? do you officially give it? Did you give it? I did. Three times. Should time? I do it again? Yeah, just say it. If you know who Wayne and Garth are, buy it or rent it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Depending on your... You, okay, here... <laughs> You cannot give a movie all three ratings. Yes, I can. You know, you can't say it's everything. You because can't. it depends. Because you can't say you can't, you have this movie has to have all three. Here's here's what the equivalent of that is, though. Okay. That's like reading a review of a movie and being like, it gets one star, two star, three stars, four stars, and five stars, depending how old you are. It's like, wait, what? That doesn't. Make okay, any fine. Sense. Then throw it in the trash. Is that what you wanted to hear? Evil. I would. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even keep this. Oh. If I owned it, I'd give it away in the podcast. No way. To me, this is like a... No. This is like... But this is like in that kind of holy grail. No. Of like... What I mean to those like 90s... No. Buddy comedies. No. You don't think... Th- no. Buddy 90s comedies. This isn't even top... Like, okay. But, maybe like the saying? top like, six. It's this. Yes. Tommy Boy. Yes. Dumb and Dumber. is like the... Planes, trains, and automobiles. But that's not like a 90... To me, that's not 90s slaps... Like I'm thinking of that okay. like... 
that era. I, when did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles come out? I thought it came out in the 80s or the 90s. If it was 80s, I'd put it... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because to me, Steve Martin and John Candy are years above any right. of these other guys because it's Steve Martin and John Candy. Right. Like, they're not... You, you don't compare them. You don't compare right. Steve Martin to Mike Myers, even though they're both very funny. Right. Steve Martin is Steve Martin. Like, John Candy's John Candy. You don't... Right. They're not on the same level. Um, but that kind of 90s dumb, just turn on and laugh oh tommy boy well even in this chris farley's in it for a scene and he's setting up the big plot at the end and he even does very minimal but he does it the physical comedy of right. the starting in chicago yes. moving here yeah and then he kind of does like philadelphia and then he moves his hands or whatever it's yeah i just yeah. so if you're only gonna let me do one yes. then i say throw it in the trash <sighs> because it's over i believe you gave Tommy Boy higher rating than this. I believe yes. you gave Tommy Boy a rent it. Yes. Oh. Can I say something cheesy? Yeah. Wayne and Garth have partied on to their oh. last party. No, it sounds like they died. They didn't die. They, <laughs> they partied on to their last party. They're done. No, they're we didn't not. even talk about Alice Cooper. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just realized we didn't even mention okay. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is fantastic. He's weird, all this stuff. He's, he's singing this he's horrible... Alice, he's being Alice Cooper. And he's singing Feed My Frankenstein. Which is... I was listening to it going, oh, I think I should probably it's turn this... It's Alice Cooper song. It like, is. Ooga booga booga. Right. But then when he comes on and they're like, oh, we're not worthy. And he's like, well, you know, is this your first time in Milwaukee? Well, actually, blah, 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 blah. It was yeah, really but, funny. So when Alice... Did you read about Alice Cooper's whole scene? See, he thought, okay, I'm just going to do the song. And that's that's all. I'm not really going to be in the movie. I'm just going to do a song. And they're like, okay, here's your script. Here's your whole monologue about Mil- Milwaukee. He was like, uh, all right, nailed it. It's he, so he, funny because then even one person's like, isn't you isn't Milwaukee like, an, uh, like not isn't it like a traditional name? He goes, yeah, actually, it's Algonquin for the good land. And right. he says something else. And Wayne's like, does this guy know how to party or what? And they're all like, Bruh. yeah. Everyone kind of looks at him. But the only thing. So here's another thing that dates itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, the whole Milwaukee thing where they're singing and... Oh, my god! Did you know what that it's was? It's Laverne and Shirley. Okay, so did you... But did you really and truly know what that was? How did you know what that was? Because I... Hit the Amazon Prime no, button no, and no, told I, you? No, I, I knew that before. Okay, because I watched Laverne and Shirley as a kid. Yeah. I was, like, in junior high to high school. Or maybe... I don't know. But I loved it. It was one of my it's favorite Penny shows. Penny Marshall, right? Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, but again, if you're young, you're just going to be like, I don't even understand what this is doing. Why is it such a big deal? And why did it even get part of it? That scene means absolutely nothing. But that's what I'm saying. That that that's Um, why it needs multiple ratings. But here's the thing. And then, then then we'll go on to my movie. Okay. I feel like this movie is so much more quotable than most people realize. It's one of those movies that a lot of people don't even realize they're quoting it. When they like say something from this movie, there, there there was just a lot of like little quotes uh-huh. that I was like, wait, what? Like, okay, the big one, and I'm sure that this was not the first place it started, but everyone attributes this to the office. Okay. Wayne says that's what she said. Right. And I was like, yeah, but everyone's like, oh yeah, came up with that for the office. No, nope. they didn't. Like, but there's just a lot like that. Like, if you're gonna spew, spew in this. Right. Like just a lot of like the the bizarre like the. Yeah, there's just so many things where it's like, like, excellent. Like, right. there's just a ton that's like, yeah, all right, I guess that... There you go. All right, my movie... Okay, are we just going to jump right into yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, might as well. Okay, and I have something to share about it. 
After you're done. Yeah, that's fine. After you're done. That's fine. Go My ahead. movie was High Fidelity. Starring? John Cusack. And? Jack Black. And? There's so many more ands. Catherine Zeta-Jones. I don't... You could give Joan me a line Cusack. Of, oh, duh. Joan Cusack. That's cheating. And I guess... I didn't read it, but... I mean, I didn't see it. But I guess they have another sister. She was in it. Really? Uh-huh. Um, his... John Cusack's dad was in it. Yeah, everybody's in it. Like... He it, played... He played Laura's dad, who died. The... Laura's dad who died is even in the movie? For, like, a split second. I didn't even... Uh, the girl from Married with Children, she's in. Hey, that's weird. Right. What girl from Married with Children? The daughter. No, it's the daughter from Roseanne. Never mind. Sarah Gilbert. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me see what else was I can tell you. John Travolta's sister's in it. Really? He pl- she plays John Cusack's mom. Of course. That's John Travolta's sister. Um, here's the, here's the thing. This movie, I feel like. Oh wait, can we say something first? What? Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot it had a ton of bad words. Yeah, but it worked. It, like, it wasn't, it never felt unnecessary. Well, kind of well, did, mean, but. I, but you know what I mean. Like, it's right. like, like, Jack Black is actually the first one to drop it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it's Bell and Sebastian. So it's playing, and he's like, F this. And I just laughed. And he, like, so throws hard. it. And I'm then thinking it's... he's going gonna to put on something heavy. Like, he's going to put on some Jack Metal, like, the metal. And he put, what was it, like, walking, walking on, on sunshine. sunshine. And he's like, yes! He's like, he's like so turn it. it on, turn it down. And he's like, what, turn it up? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I love um, this movie. Okay. Here's the thing. Yes. I feel like I've never watched a John Cusack movie before. But, like, before this show. Like, we've talked about this every time we watch a different John Cusack movie. Now, how many have we seen? Three. Say anything. Gross point blank. Oh, yeah. And this. Okay. I have a, a weird one for you to watch sometime. Also, with the exception of gross point blank. Yes. I feel, and I, I've seen the, the $2 one. What's that one called? Better Off Dead. I've seen that one. Um, Love off, that. Off that, was, that was my first John Cusack film. I feel okay. like every time I see a movie with John Cusack, mm-hmm. it, I'm like, this is the most relatable character in the world. Like, I'm like, this is me. I understand this character a hundred percent. But most of the time, isn't he kind of the same character? Yes. So here's the thing. And not like a weird fan theory thing. This movie could be the, like all the other John Cusack movies could be the exact same character. Mm-hmm. And this movie could be the cap of them. Exactly. Like somebody could edit. like All of it together. Like So it's like a three hour movie where like all of the, the different breakups. Oh, that's say anything. Oh, that's this. You know what though? is what made me really realize Ferris Bueller, that should have been John Cusack. Didn't somewhere, didn't they say Apparently he was he, he, offered it or something? He was in the running or which... Yeah. Because the more I watch it, I'm like... No. Yeah, no. See, the no. more I watch it, I'm just like, yeah, Ferris Bueller's just John Cusack. No. Because all these John Cusack characters feel exactly like Ferris Bueller. Yeah, They're I would... Just like, I would say, no, John Cusack's just so dry. But he... But I love him. He, this is going to sound weird. He ages really well in movies... Like, he plays a teenager really well. He plays a young adult really well. I think he's, like, 27 or 26 in this movie. He plays it super well. Well, I was going to say, it's 2000 is when this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, but he plays... he Any age that he is, he plays it super well. Do you know who else is in this movie that we totally forgot playing him as a child? Drake Bell for two, two, like two minutes. I saw it, and I went, who's that boy? I was like, is that Drake Bell? And then, like, I was looking at that show, like, it was Drake Bell. Um, yes. So, yes, so this movie, John Cusack's girlfriend, it just starts. 
Yes. He's talking directly to the camera. And Which I don't I love. know if he's telling doc- like at first I'm like he's talking to the camera or he's talking to her. He's talking to us. Right. He constantly is talking to you the viewer. Yes. Which I love. I absolutely love that he does it. I I also love that no one ever goes like who are you talking to? Right. Wah, wah. Like I love that no one like it's just kind of like a pause. Like it's it's almost like you're watching a play and the character turns to the like he's like the chorus like of a play. Like, right. Pretty weird, huh? So something I read on Amazon that he didn't want to do that. So I think he had something to do with the writing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really want to do that because he just, he didn't want to do I that. It works so well. well, and then the director got on board and convinced him, and now he's glad that he did it. It's it's such a like it's such a cool way to show inner monologue because I've heard that this I think this was a book first. I have no idea. Um, or something like that. But it's such a really cool way to show inner monologue for the character to just look and be like. Here's what's going on in my brain. Right. Like, I hate this. I wish I could do that to people. Here's what's going on in my brain. I'm going to be like, get away from me. I know. Crazy woman on the street. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, this is going to, so this movie. Okay. His girlfriend is breaking up with him. At the yes. very beginning. Which is very sad. But, okay, this is going to sound so bizarre to me. I love when a movie starts like this. Because then you have to kind of play catch up. It's like but at I'm, your end. and then Yeah, I'm like, okay. So I love when a movie just starts. It just, boom, we're going. We hit the ground running. Uh, a movie that's kind of similar, it's not really similar to this movie at all, except for how it starts, is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It just kind of, it uh-huh. does a little bit of an intro, and then it's, boom, she dumps it. Well, and 500 Days of Summer has that same sort yes. of kind of feel to it. If 500 Days of Summer came out 20 years earlier, it would have been starring jo- uh, John Cusack. Yeah, but I love the guy it was. Jessica wouldn't love it. But, but you know what I yes. mean? Because now watching this, I'm like, I learned it is a summer. It was just a John Cusack movie. Basically, yeah. That's like, what it feels like. Like, it, it's kind of like, yeah, no, that that character of just that kind of, it's very hard to explain. Tortured artist, but not really an artist. Right. Just like a guy. Just like a, a guy who just is so, I, I don't even know anymore. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. So his girlfriend leaves him. Yes. Uh, and then he's talking about the top five breakups. Okay, yeah, everything is his list for everything, and he does that with his co-workers. Top five this, top, top five, five th- that. Right. Which is really kind of fun. fun. Um, because when it starts, and he just goes, okay, number five. He looks at us and goes, here's number five. I'm like, I'm super on board with the idea of this. I love these flashbacks. I love finding out about these characters. Me too. Because he kind of does this, here's number, f- he does, here's one, two, three, four. And then this new girlfriend took the place of five. And then he kind of tells us a story we didn't see. Right. Uh, or then, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, this story is kind of hard to explain. But it's, it's very good. And this is going to be very strange. Do you know what this kind of movie is? Uh-uh. It's a breakup movie. Yes. Um, and it's good. It's so... Because, okay. Like, for me, like, to watch this and to watch this guy, I'm like, I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when he goes into work the next day after she left him and, like... Jack Black like makes a joke about <gasps> her, but he doesn't realize what happened. Yeah, he doesn't know, and, and then John Cusack like, literally strangles. snaps. Yeah, he jumps over the counter and strangles him, and Jack Black's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Like, and I thought there was gonna be more animosity there, and it was like, "Nope, Look, it's just he friends." He didn't know. Right. I like when John Cusack looks at the camera and is like, "I hired this guy for three days a week. They're here every day." And that was three years ago. Yeah, four years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. So. And do you know who that other guy is? Because I like I like him too. This, um, He's an actor that's been around. So for me, to if I, so this is the first time I've ever seen this movie. 
I super related to this movie. Because if I had seen this movie for the first time a couple months ago, I would have been like, this is the best movie ever. Because, surprise, I recently went through a huge breakup. And it wasn't like violent or negative or anything, but I related to this character with how he handled that so much. Right. Of just like, yep. And then and then listing everything, I'm like, this is freaking genius. Right. To, to, to list it all and to be like, well, here's how that didn't work out. When he kind of does his whole, like, he reaches out to all of the previous ones. When he... I'm so sorry for jumping around the story. It's okay. For, well, it's not to you. Oh, but sorry. When, I'm apologizing to the listener. Uh, but when he calls the family of the girl that he liked in junior high who was kissing him and then she started kissing this other guy and the mom is like oh no she married her first and only boyfriend and he's like uh no she didn't because <laughs> and he's like arguing with the mom and then he like hangs the phone up and he's like she married her like this guy that she left me for in junior high now they live in australia i'm just like i get it bud i totally <laughs> like like to see like it was so funny like again a huge peek behind the curtain for me very first girlfriend i ever had okay she's now married okay it was so weird for me to see that on like the internet like because it's not the first time that she's been married it was weird for me to see her get married a couple years ago then get divorced and now married again and i'm just like i'm a thousand years old <laughs> because I, I like someone i i knew in junior high right is old enough not only to get married but old enough to get divorced? Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, not old enough to do any of this. And we're here, I'm like, I do podcasts with my mommy. <laughs> like, Who's amazing and wonderful, thanks. just like her son. Okay, thanks, Mom. But it's like, when he tells all these stories, it's just like, I'm like, oh, uh, yep. There it I is. I totally get that. And, like, I love that they're all, when he kind of goes and reconnects with all these old ex-girlfriends, I like that it's all different. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. You know what I mean? It's not right. like... It's not like all their lives are great. Because even one of Oh my gosh. I love... I think it's number three. Who, okay. left, who met for someone else. Who just goes, I just met someone else. Yeah, I just met someone else. And he's leaving. And he looks directly at us. And she's kind of standing in the doorway. Because her life is not great. Her life kind of took a nosedive after. And he and he looks directly at the camera. He's like, I could have had sex right now. But I didn't. Because that wouldn't be... like That would just be not what I need. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like... That was such a cool way to show inner monologue. Because he knows it. And you can see she's standing in the doorway, like, kind of like, mm. Like, it was such a cool inner monologue way to see that. Right. And to see everything. And as you're talking about all the girlfriends, who is the person, who is the person playing themselves in this movie? Because we kind of, you went, yeah. I, yeah, I loved this. It's Bruce Springsteen. The boss. But I, I didn't know how he was going to show up because, like, uh, John Cusack owns a record store. Yes. And so I'm thinking, Bruce Springsteen's going to, like, show up in the record store. No, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. I loved how they did this. John Cusack is laying there listening to music, like, and it's just guitar jamming, and it's Bruce Springsteen, and he's talking to Bruce Springsteen, who's talking back, but he's not really talking to it's Bruce Springsteen. It's all in his mind. It's the music talking to him. And I was like, that is so smart. Yes. That is such a cool thing that you can only do on film, because it only makes sense on film. And I was like, I loved that scene. Because it's a little bit of a cheater thing. You know what I mean? Because like, he's not really playing himself. He's playing a dream of himself or whatever. Well, that's okay. But it was like so... I knew you would like this film. Oh, this movie's so good. Because he's just like... I love the... Okay. I mean, I probably should actually talk about the story. Well... Wow. John Cusack plays a guy who owns a record store. Yes. They're not very popular. At, which 
I don't think only like twice is there um, ever more than like three people in the store. Right. Um, they really could have made this movie about how they're going out of business and blah blah. They didn't. They didn't. It never the the business being there or not being there is never an issue. No. This, this the the business is not a character. If nope. that makes sense. It's, it's no the music and the so that's on that yeah thing that I have. But yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. This uh, this I mean. All of the characters felt super real. So, okay. So John Cusack, his girlfriend, leaves him. Then he starts telling us about the five the five worst breakups of his life. Yes. And there's kind of all this subplot going on. And then he goes to this... After he uh, strangles Jack Black... Yes. He goes to this bar, yes. his club or whatever, with him and the other guy. Dick and Barry, is that their names? Yes. Um, and he sees this new girl. Yes. Which, this is going to sound so strange. Yes. I... And I'm, sh- I'm sure this happens all the time, but I really don't feel like we see this enough. Okay. It was a couple, because him and this girl kind of start to have a thing. Okay, do you know who the girl is? Yes. No, I know her name. Lisa Bonet. Yes. Who was her first Who was her first husband? No, no, no. Lenny Kravitz. Really? Who was her second husband or her man now? Mm-hmm. Aquaman. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah. I wouldn't make it up. That just seems very different. Not really. <laughs> I mean, it didn't surprise me. Yeah. No, because you want to... Okay, this is going to be kind of weird. Because, you know, when she first showed up on screen, I knew it wasn't this person. But I was like, wow, that looks a lot like this person. But age-wise, it doesn't match up. Okay. I don't remember her first name. But Lenny Kravitz's daughter? I oh, thought that was so Zoe- that's her mom. Oh, well, then that makes... Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Zoe Kravitz. That's, that's her mom? Lisa Bonet is her, is her mom. Oh, wow. Good for so her. So that's why she I, looks yeah, similar. She showed up and I was just like, that looks like Zoe Kravitz, but that doesn't well, line up. But that makes sense because that's her mom. Th- that Okay, that makes more sense. I love that, yeah. I, I think love that it's a, a, mixed, yeah. a mixed race couple because I really feel like that is not shown enough in movies. It right. really isn't. It's getting is, more and more about it. It is. But, like, for me, hello, I'm like, I'm mixed race. How come people don't look like me in the movies? Which I don't know why I turn into, like, a little... A like, little whiny boy? I don't a know. A little boy, like, I walk into a theater. One ticket for... I don't... Couldn't even... Something. Li- the Meg, please. And it's like, you walked in the door, an adult, and ordered the ticket, and <laughs> now you have a spinny hat and a lollipop. And I'm like, all right. And then, like, walk away. And it's suspenders. Yeah. And little short pants. Why am I a Peanuts character? <laughs> Just like walking away, my legs doing a little like... Okay. Um, I love that. Because I was just like, cool, great. Yeah, and it really wasn't a relationship. It was just a thing, a quick thing. But they... And that was what was cool about it. Is it didn't like be this... Oh, 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 oh. Right. It was just like, look, we both needed this right now. So we're doing it. We're doing it. It's done. And it wasn't like one of them was still into it or whatever. It's just like, it happened. All right, right. keep going. And my favorite part of this film mm-hmm. is who does Laura kind of leave him for? That's Tim Robbins. Yes. When he first showed up in the... the okay, that is also another really cool scene. When it cuts... I Really quick, I would double feature this with 500 Days of Summer because they really do feel very... It would very, be fun, yeah, yeah, They yeah. feel very similar to me. Right. Um... So he, it he's in bed, and he knows that the name Ian because he gets the name Ian or something. He's like, "That's the guy that used to live upstairs," and he flashes back because he's laying in bed to like hearing this guy upstairs do the deed with somebody, 
and like his girlfriend like makes a joke like oh I wish that was me and they both kind of start laughing and then in his mind as he's just trying to sleep even though the guy doesn't live there anymore all he's seeing is that right and i loved that that was such a cool way to like again get in his brain right because we don't want to see it as much as he doesn't because tim robbins is oh my gosh which is as as john kuzak's kuzak's character calls it the steven seagal ponytail oh my gosh that was so funny he's and he's a conflict resolution guy <laughs> so my favorite scene and it's very violent but i love it so much is when his character comes into the record store to just say hey you know just calm down you got to stop calling my house and everything's going to be okay are we good and like the first scene he's like no we're not good or something happens and, he and tells him off and then he gets out and then he gets out and then second and, one and then he, he says it again are we good because it was just in john cusack's brain you know what happened for me when that scene happened i thought something happened to my stream like because i was watching it on like google play uh -huh. and i'm like what happened like, I thought, like, I hit the screen or something. And then it, it goes different. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because it just, it just cuts. Right. It's just like, the, and I'm like, wait, what? And then it changes. I'm like, okay. And then the second part is. It's like, he's going to fight me screaming. Oh, yeah. And they're like, no, no. And then the third one, it's the bald-headed guy just takes the phone and like, boom. And you see teeth fly. Oh, I just totally smacked my mic. You see teeth fly out of his face. And blood. And then they're like, and then they rips out like the air conditioner or something. They're kicking him. And I'm like, please don't let that be the right one. And it wasn't. And the right one is just him being like, okay, okay fine. Yeah, Leave. whatever. Yeah. So, all right. Anything no. else? Because um, I want to share that thing I have. Well, yeah, share it. That's fine. Okay. So I was looking because I I kind of was watching this and I'm like, where is Bruce Springsteen? Because I was watching it and I, I don't know, I was kind of watching it. But it was good because I've seen it two or three times. Well, then I found this thing, which is kind of fun if I still have it, which I did not touch it. So let's see if I still... 13 things you might not know about high fidelity. Well, let's not do the whole list, but maybe just a oh, little Oh, no. Bit. All I'm going to do is just read the first line because it's not a lot okay so i won't do the first one because we already talked about it okay uh bruce springsteen was not the first choice to star in rob's fantasy sequence it's bob dylan yes he wanted I, bob dylan which i thought was cool um well you know why right because no. earlier oh i think it's even later or at one point jack black gives somebody a bob dylan record got it like i was like oh that makes sense, because there's really no other reference to Bruce Springsteen anywhere else in this movie, it's, but I liked it. Right. 66 real music artists are named throughout this movie. Yeah, that makes sense. And it names them all, which I will not, as well as a few fake ones. Fake uh, ones? Fake. They oh, make... yeah, the the kids who steal. Yeah. Oh, then... my gosh, I love that. These kids are trying to steal records, and uh -huh. then like eventually they're also trying to steal a magazine that's like how to record at home. And then, for some reason, they're given a tape. And, like, John Cusack walks in and he's having a bad day. He's, like, walking in. He, goes, and he like, walks in his office and he walks back to, like, the bald guy and Jack Black. He's, like, who is this? He's, like, they're, like, Vincent Spike. And he's, like, or whatever their, their names are. He's, like, the kids that stole from us? He's, yeah. He goes, this is, this is good. I'm like, we know. Like, they're upset that it's <laughs> right. good. So, okay, let me see. And that's it. The film includes nods to actors' personal histories, blah, blah, blah. There are four Cusacks in this movie, which we talked about. And lots of musician cameos. So there's a lot of good stuff going yeah, on in this film. It, 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 there's just a whole lot of like random... Like, but fun it's, stuff. But it's so much fun. It's Okay, the whole build-up of Jack Black being a musician. Wait, right. And, and Is this his first film? I don't think so. Okay. I think, I think it's the first time one. I had ever seen him, really. Yeah. Um, it might be... No, it's not. 
I just remembered his first film. What is it? Never Ending Story 3. He's the bad guy. Oh, Lord have mercy. He's like the bad teenager, and he has like a leather jacket and the Superman curl. And he's like, I'm bad. I'm Jack Black. I'm a bully. Oh, um, that's funny. I haven't seen any of those movies. You've never seen Never Ending Story? Uh-uh. Seriously? No. I've watched it a thousand times as a kid. Never. I probably just got it for you guys. No, no, no. We'd watch it when we were at uh, Grandma and Grandpa's, but not your parents, Dad's parents. Oh, yeah, I've never like, seen it. Like, are you serious? Uh-uh, none of them. All I know from Never Ending Stories, my friend Eileen and I... the dog, yeah. Well, yeah. Or that the theme song was sang by Lamal. Who? Lamal. I don't know who that is. He was the lead singer of Kajagoogoo. You're just making up words. Yeah, the lead singer was a uh, song was sang by Bling Bong. The lead singer <laughs> no. of Jigga Bigga Boo Boo. <laughs> no. They're, they're, no. The band was called Kajagoogoo, and they had one song called Too Shy, and then Lamal got a big fat head and decided to go on his own, and his big song was the never-ending story theme. And you know the other members of Kajagoogoo, like Jimbles and Bing Bong and no. Juju and No, no, no. Okay, so anyway... What are we talking about? No, I, I I really enjoyed this movie. It was. Rate it. I would give the I'd give it a buy it. Yes. Because this yes, is probably yes yes, yes. It's. Yes. Mom did good. Oh, mom did great. John Cusack is one of those guys where I'm just like, man, I really like your filmography. I'm also terrified to watch movies of you as an older person, uh, because I relate so much with every character at like that he's done. I relate with that character at that stage okay. of life. But again, I have a movie. So he did the Brian Wilson movie. Yeah, you told me that that was interesting. Well, because there's an actor, I can't remember his name, but Paul I like Dano, him. who plays young Brian Wilson. Who's amazing as Brian Wilson. You believe it, he looks like Brian Wilson as a young man. And then it's John Cusack as Brian Wilson. It's just John Cusack. Yeah. I'm not believing any bit that he is Brian Wilson because he's just John Cusack. He's just John Cusack, yeah. But it's a good. But movie. It, but I mean, I feel like every any movie that he's in that's not a biopic or because he's also in like some weird like, was it some weird uh, the Edgar Allan Poe movie where he's like playing Edgar Allan Poe and like, yeah, crimes creepy. are happening. He has to like stop the crimes or something. It's weird, and he's been in like uh, Con Air. He's in Con Air. Yeah, I think wasn't it with Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Yeah, he's in Con Air. Is he really? Yeah, huh. I think right. so. I mean, he's done some Muscle of Dogs. Love yeah. that one. But, like, I'm concerned to watch, like, a movie, like, about him as an older person because I'm afraid that, like, I'm going to find out things about my life <laughs> because I just relate so much <laughs> with all these other characters. I'm like, <laughs> no, like no spoilers, please, John Cusack. That's um, funny. All right. No, I, I, John Cusack's becoming up there for me of, like, I really like this guy. But that's also, like, Nick Cage. Like, Face Off, well, Face Off wrecked like my list of like top 10 famous actors because nick cage shot up there because of face off because like Ooh. he's a lunatic in the best way possible but like, he is to, really good in to that. me john cusack i'm just like yeah i like this guy this guy is cool i want to be this guy i want to relate to this i'm just guy. looking at something really quick because i want to see if it's even available um so just keep talking i don't have cool well, i don't way. have anything else to talk about okay well what do you what do you why are we late this week what do you see and do, do, do and blah, do blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, we want to do it now. All right. Um, so for me, the reason we were late this week... It's because you, not me. Is, it was me. It's because I went to Los Angeles. Yes, you did. To see Weird Al Yankovic get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow. What? No, I was saying, wow, that's cool. Oh, you keep looking at your phone. So because like, I, I wanted to see if there was a John Cusack combo like, pack kind of thing. Like just... 
And I just wanted to see what I was buying you for Christmas. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. But there's not really. So um, anyway, go ahead. I'm done. But so, uh, no, I went to see Weird Al get his star on the Walk of Fame. So cool. It was really cool because I've never, I mean, I've been in Los Angeles before, obviously. Sure. Uh, but I've never done this. I've never done like a weird free event like this. Like, I, it was so it was funny. We left where we were uh, staying in Glendora, which is okay. not that far away. It took us an hour and forty five minutes to get there because okay. we did like cheapest free Uber, where it's like someone else could just jump in the car. It's like sure, whatever. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care. Just get me there. It took like it took almost two hours because L A is so big. Right. It's just so spread out, and there's so much traffic. Right. And it's just like, okay, so, I mean, we got to see, like, here's Glendale, here's Pasadena, here's this, here's that. We drove, you know, through Griffith Park or whatever, and t- just to see all these different things, um, just because our Uber driver was like, I'm going to avoid a lot of traffic if we just almost do, do the tourist route. We were like, sure, man, whatever. Like, Was it expensive to do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was the most expensive Uber I've ever taken. Oh, I thought you said it wasn't very expensive. Yeah, it wasn't. You... It wasn't uh, at the time that I was looking the day before. Oh, got And then it. in the morning they were like, "Hey, guess what? It's almost forty dollars." And I was like, "Cool, great." Oh, there. You... But there was two of you. Yeah, but and parking would have been a nightmare. Yeah, an it, absolute nightmare. But so we go, and I mean, I w- I woke up at six thirty because I'm like, I want to be there at like seven or eight. Because what time does it start? Did it 11:30. start? Eleven thirty. Okay. And I'm like, I want to get there early. I want to. You know, and Kevin was like, no one's going to be there. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like, it's like, this is going to be a huge thing. Right. We got there. There was about maybe 20, maybe 50 people ahead of us in line. Okay. Line was even bigger behind us. We got there. We So we left at seven. We got there at like nine-ish, went to Starbucks, got in the wrong line. Apparently we were in the fancy, we paid for it line. We're just like, we just got in line because it's like two lines. Uh, signed a waiver to be in a documentary. Oh, nice. Uh, would Jake know what the documentary's about? Weird Al Yankovic? Sort of. It is specifically about burlesque dancers who dance specifically to Weird Al Yankovic songs. <laughs> there must be a lot of them. Yeah. Weird Al... Ooh, I just hit my mic. That's fine. Weird Al knows about it. He gave his full blessing to the documentary. He's in the documentary of but, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we signed off on it. And then when we realized we were in the wrong line, we're like, oh, then maybe they won't, like, we might not even be used in it. But now there might just be this fun sweeping crowd shot in this very, very specific documentary. You just see me and Kevin, just the only unblurred faces. (laughs) But it was, it's so specific. Right, that is weird. Because I heard the guy giving the spiel and I'm like, sorry, what? (laughs) It's a documentary about who? Burlesque dancers who dance exclusively to Weird Al Yankovic songs. Hey, man. There you go. Guess there's a crowd for everything. I don't... I I guess. But so then... So we're standing there in line, and we're waiting, and then we finally get there, and we... I mean, I really didn't... Like, we're in line, and it started to get to the point where, like, they're giving wristbands to all the people in front of us, and this, like, security guard gives, like, what, the last wristband to the guy in front of me, and I'm like... Oh, No. I'm like... I was like, we can watch from right here. Or, you know, we can scoot up. We just can't get in that area. That's fine. Then he pulls out a whole new stack of wristbands. I'm like, thank you. It was his actual last stack, though. So, like, we had just made it. We were, I mean, it's not very big. It's really not a big area. So you get to, you can see everything from no matter where you are. I was maybe, I don't know, 20 feet from the stage. I was going to say, your your pictures were really good. Yeah, I'm not very far away. And then you look across the street and see hundreds 
hundreds of people standing across the street. You see hundreds of people on either side of the barricades. Drivers are like, a lot of people are just trying to see what celebrities everyone's looking at. Like, they op- the crosswalk is open so people keep going. And this guy comes up and he like taps Kevin. He's like, who's over there? And Kevin's like, oh, Weird Al Yankovic. And his friend's like, who is it? And the guy just goes, oh, some guy. Yeah, That's fair, fair it's enough. just some guy that gave a star, too. Yeah. Um, so, Dr. Demento gives a speech. Yes. Dr. Demento's getting older. Aren't we all? Yeah. He's, it's very funny because he's a little quiet, but he didn't break that character. I got to meet him afterwards. He was very nice. He didn't break that character, even though he's a little, you know, hey, be crazy or, or you know, stay demented. And it was like, oh, you sweet little old man. It was kind of like the first time we met Stan Lee. Where I was just like, oh, I just want to pick you up, and I want to, I want to free you from this world, and I don't want anyone to hurt you or touch you, and I just want to take you with me because you're just so like pure and nice, like you know, where I mean? it's just like, I'm just being me, and it's like, oh, you're so sweet, and you're just a nice old man. Why are you looking at me like that? Because that's kind of weird. I it's just trying to keep you safe from this world. Well, because no, because it's I just know. like you're so pure and just like genuine, and I'm like, and everyone else here sucks. <laughs> there you go. But then uh, Thomas Lennon, a comedian uh, who I really like, he wrote uh, the Night at the Museum movies. Oh, okay, great. He told a story. Him, him and Weird Al have been friends for 13 years, and it started, did I tell you this, in a Staples? No. So Tom Lennon goes to a Staples at 11 a.m. Okay. He needed printer toner. He's like, I don't know why I needed to go right when they opened. <laughs> but I needed it. But I was there right when they opened. And it's me and one other person in this Staples. We're on the same exact aisle, and I look down and think that's Weird Al Yankovic. So I walk over and I go, excuse me, are you Weird Al Yankovic? And he goes, yeah. Are you Lieutenant Dangle? Who Lieutenant Dangle was Tom Lennon's character from his show Reno 911. Oh, that's funny. And he was like, yeah. And then Tom Lennon goes, can we be best friends now? And (laughs) Weird Al goes, okay. And That's so they great. just became really good friends right there. Just this weird yeah. happenstance. And to this day, still very good friends. Like, Weird Al was there with his wife and his daughter. Oh, did you see his wife? Yeah, and What his does daughter. his wife look like? A normal person? Well, she's married to Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, but I mean, he, he also, like, doesn't... Like, this is gonna sound, He doesn't look like 80s Weird Al anymore. No, he just He's looks kind like of a, like... Yeah. You know, he wears the... He had a Hawaiian shirt on, but it was under a sports coat. You know what I mean? And his daughter looked super normal. About how old do you think she is? She's like 15. Well, she's a teenager now. Oh, yeah. Um, real short hair. She, um, oh, man, I'm trying to think who she looks like. It's, but it, just, yeah, it's 15 just, year old. If you didn't know that Weird Al Yankovic was her daughter, you wouldn't be was like. Was her hu- dad? Was her dad, yeah. Because it's not like she, like, has the mustache and the glasses and an accordion. <laughs> like, she just, she looks, looks like, like a normal like a kid. kid. And, like, Tom Lennon was on stage and he's talking. He goes, you know, Al, you, you are such an inspiration as, like, a friend but also, like, as a dad to watch you with your family. Like, it was cool that he got kind of, like, really personal. Like, because mm-hmm. Weird Al's not, I mean, Weird Al doesn't, like, no one's like, hey, are you a good dad? You know what I mean? Like, nobody, right, you nobody, wrote a kid's book. Yeah, but that's even what the, the presenter who, I don't know what this guy's name was, but the presenter did, whoever his team was that did the research, good Kudos on you, man. Oh, my gosh. Because he was, like, he did this parody and that parody, and he was talking about how he's from Linwood and how it's just a few short, you know, from here. And I mean, he just was like, really, he knew his Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Like, he played to the crowd super well. This is gonna sound bad, based on this guy's general appearance and aesthetic. 
you wouldn't expect him to play to the crowd so well. Hmm. He just looked like a normal old white guy who was just like, I'm just here. And then, but the, he's just like, are you people across the street excited? Let me hear it. And then like, ah! and like, so he was just really playing. It, it was fun. It was enjoyable. So Dr. Domeno does his thing. Weird Al, and Dr. Domeno takes his hat off and puts it on Weird Al. And, and it was funny too because even both during Dr. Domeno's speech and Tom Lennon's speech Weird Al was just a little bit tearing up a little bit you know it wasn't like but like a little bit because it really sure. the things these guys are saying aren't just like hey you you deserve this it's like you're a good person like you earned this right like they, people want you to have this That that's what's crazy like right. then Weird Al gives his speech and it's hilarious I mean it's like his is like five minutes but it's so funny because he's just talking about this is amazing and, and the, I really need to thank the two fans that and he in a good way this is a usually a negative connotation he puts these two fans on blast that started this fund and explains who these two people were uh-huh. the work that they went through he says their names he says how much it that they specifically mean to him Aww. he hugs them afterwards they're right up front with him they take a picture with him and the star like it was like these Very people cool. made this happen. He goes, right. Because, you know, a lot of these people buy their own stars or whatever. Weird Al didn't put a cent into this. Because Weird Al's, like, humble. He's like, you know, if they want to give me one, they'll give me one. I right. don't, you know. But so then he kind of, like, and he, he does, he goes, you know, I don't normally get serious, but I really feel like this is important. And I just need to talk about this. And, and it's a really big issue to me. And, and blah, blah, blah. And the crowd kind of gets quiet. And he goes, I put a Toyota Tercel on Craigslist. Uh price two hundred dollars or <laughs> best offer uh, <laughs> he kind of just like reiterates this, this non-existent craigslist post that's why he's trying to sell this car and he goes, so you know if you're <laughs> interested um and then he does this whole thing about like he kind of breaks the character for a little bit and he just goes i have to say this is pretty freaking cool like uh, he talks about you know how it's funny to have his name just here among like donald duck and clark oh no thomas lennon says it's great to have your name among names like Donald Duck and Errol Flynn because to to a lot of us you are a little bit of both, and I was like, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, fair. But even the presenter, or, or no, I think it was the it was the guy at the very end who's like the committee guy. I was shocked at this guy. I thought this guy was gonna be like, here you go, Weird Al, here's your star. He goes, to me, growing up and you showing us that it's okay to be weird, it's okay to be different, it's okay for this. It was like. Oh, that guy just went for it. Like, yeah. like that guy had. What, he probably doesn't. It's not like he, like everyone gets started. Like, Thanks, John Goodman. Like you know, it was right. like to him growing up with Weird Al, and to say like thank you. Like I finally have a way to do that. Like to right. show you how much you meant to us. That's cool. Uh, so it was cool to see that and to watch all that. Um, and you brought me a picture back. I did. So I, if you follow me on Twitter, Cubic uh, True on Twitter, I posted about this. I t- asked you before I left, is there anything you want me to get you in LA or, or anything you want me to see or what, what do you want right. me And you said, I just want a picture of Rick Springfield's star. Right. I went, okay. That should be easy enough to find. Yeah. So so some of the stars. So Weird Al got very lucky. Okay. His star is directly across the street from the Hollywood Theater. Nice. So that's, that pavement is all that kind of like granite where they could just put stars everywhere. Right. Oh, it's also, we also made a joke that he's 200, he's, he was like, my, you know, my qualifications were had to be between, like, this star and this star, and he's two totally random people, 
and I needed to be at least 200 yards from a Hooters. And like, <laughs> points. And everyone looks, and they all just kind of start laughing. So, Rick Springfield didn't get so lucky. Well, first of all, 2014 was when he got his start. Yeah. He is down the street from a Buffalo Wild Wings in a parking garage. The sidewalk is regular sidewalk, but then there's like the stars intermittent throughout. Some stars, you're like, haha, let me get on the ground and take a picture. Was not going to get on the ground to take a picture next to this one. It was a little dirty. Um, because Aww, I'll go and clean it. Oh, that'd be so weird. <laughs> Please don't touch. Yeah, just cleaning only his, not yours. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Do you know that when I was a kid, I, this is a serious thing. Okay. I thought. I thought that those were those people were buried. You know that's not a bad thing. I mean, I would think, yeah. But like it no. was some magic. Like you press the button, and, like this cryogenic chamber pops up, and they just kind of like. Like I thought, I didn't think they were like cremated and put down there. I thought that when they were buried, uh-huh. they just kind of stood them straight, straight up, up and just put them down there. Dump them in a hole. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Because oh, I thought they were gravestones. Because as a child... It kind of doesn't resemble you, a gravestone. You, yeah, when you see a name on a, a, a rock, it's because somebody died. Right. So I was just like, oh. All these so did it take you... Back to Rick Springfield. Did it take you a long time to find it? No. Because... See, here's the thing. This was funny, too. I downloaded the Hollywood Star app. Great. Rick Springfield was not in that one. <laughs> Which is so funny, because I even got a notification, like, okay, two hours after the ceremony ended. Yes. Weird Al Yankovic got his star. Ceremony happened, starts at 11.30. And I'm like, you missed it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but I googled Rick Springfield Hollywood star. Yes. And there's a picture of him getting his star. And I saw the Buffalo Wild Wings sign. And got I, it. I based where that was based on the angle of the picture. So I googled Buffalo Wild Wings. I walked to Buffalo Wild Wings. I looked specifically for the sign and the windows that you could see. And then I just kept going. And then I found it. There it was. And now I'm happy because I have a picture of it. Yeah, and me. And your, your, yeah, your face going, Ugh. No, I'm smiling. I'm going, look, I did it. No, it's like, there it is, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so then that was fun. And we, we hung out there and I got to see like a book. I mean, I just like, I really love going to like a big city or something and just exploring. L.A., I mean, in New York, I did that for five days. L.A. would take me five weeks. You know what I mean? Because you don't, you'd almost have to go to every different section. Mm-hmm. Because L.A. is so big. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's somebody asked me, oh, what's better, L.A. or New York? And I'm like, well, personally, right. New York, because it, I can get everywhere. Right. L.A. is, like, of course, a drive. Right. I did get to see a fun movie location, though. I love, also, whenever I go to these major cities, I love to look for the movie locations. Okay. The tunnel from Back to the Future 2. Yes. As well as the tunnel to Toontown. It's the same tunnel from yes. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We got to drive through it. Fun. Just because it's in it's Griffith Observatory, which is itself in like Terminator and all these other movies, um, and you drive through it, this tunnel, as you're leaving the observatory, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you're just like, <laughs> that's funny. So okay, anything else about that? Uh, no, I mean that's that's it. It was fun. Okay, um, and I don't have anything that I really watched. This I watched Spy Kids. Yeah, how was it? It was good. The little boys I was taking care of, they liked it. So that's it. I movie. I don't. The thumb things are weird in that movie. The thumb things were, but it's got Alan Cummings, and I I enjoy him as an actor. He's pretty good. So okay, so we have a vo- we have let's go over all the blah blahs. Okay. We have a Facebook. Uh, contestant mother approved on Facebook. We have a Discord. The link is in the bio. We have a Twitter. 
KTMA show at Twitter on Twitter. We have a can't think. What else do we have? Patreon. A Patreon if you'd like to support our little baby podcast, we'd love that. Mm-hmm. We have oh, I'm gonna think I'm gonna say something real quick after I think because I think of something I'm gonna go to in the next episode. We're gonna talk about it, but okay. I'm gonna kind of talk it up just yeah, a little you'll bit. Get there. Um, so we also have oh, if you need some cool stuff, zazzle.com slash KTMA show. Perfect. I just thought of something. Okay. And let me see what else. Anything else I missed? Because my brain is thinking about something else. No. Uh, we did get an email. I love emails. Good. Um, we got an email. We technically got two emails. You! Well, because it's from the same person because I responded in an email. Okay. Because if you remember last episode. Yes. We are giving away. Yes. Our Super Mario copy and our copy of Hard to Hold. Yes. More like Hard to Get Rid of. <laughs> because, I mean, within a couple hours of this episode. Going like out, the next, yeah. Within hours of this episode, going, got an email. Yes. And it was Donkey Kong was Mario's first appearance. Yes. Which is the answer. And it also says. Watch Silent Hill is one of the best adaptations of a video game I've ever seen. Love you guys. And that's from Ace. So I instantly responded and was like, cool. Do you, do you want the movie? Like, and what we're going to do is Ace, we're if you're listening, it's it coming. Yeah. It's gonna, we're going to send it out this week. I'm gonna, we're both going to sign. We'll probably sign like the inlet or the, the inlet or something. We're not going to sign the disc, but we'll no. sign the inlet um, or a little note and then we'll attach a little note with it. Sounds good. And we'll send that out. Um, uh, and then I said, Hey, you got it right. If you're interested, go ahead, shoot me the details. We can send that out to you. So then I love it. he said he was excited, and then he sent kind of another email, and I'll read that. It says, I can finally show it to my wife. She has seen a depressingly short list of only quote-unquote family-friendly or quote-unquote faith-based movies. Oof. I, I love f- those. Oof, I don't. I feel, as her husband, it is my duty to show her all the great and great in quotes, I love that, movies she has missed. Mario Brothers will be a good continuation and a good calm movie between all the horror and heart-wrenching dramas I've been showing her. That's so funny. That is funny. Uh, she just finished Stephen King's The Stand. Hoof. Next up is Stand By Me. Love Loves, it. Love Stand By Me. Love it. And I didn't then, know I would, but I did. And then Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <sighs> I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That okay. movie's so gross. And is like, it? It's gross and like it just because everything looks gross. I don't actually think there's anything. I think there's a couple things that are actually gross about that movie, but I don't think it's like a insides on the outside kind. Of, you know what I mean? I think it's right. just weird and gross, but not like bleh, gross. Okay. Um, I love the show. Sometimes I agree with you two wholeheartedly, and sometimes I disagree with you vehemently. I usually agree with mom, except when I don't. <laughs> Thanks, That's Ace, and we're going to be sending your movie very soon. Oh yeah, we're, we're and and where's the email for somebody that wants hard to hold? Oh, let me see. Maybe in the maybe maybe it got like spam. No, no, it looks like no one wants it. So I'll just keep it. Me and Rick Springfield. <laughs> what if like Rick Springfield's song? I'll take it. <laughs> Only if you can sign it and sing a song to me, and then I'll keep it anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> sing a song to me? I want to sing. A, he has to sing a song. I have one thing that I have been watching. Uh, oh, that I totally okay. forgot. And this is a little thing. Uh, it kind of ties that to our Discord. Easy Sailor posted this in the Discord. Okay. There's a show I watch on YouTube. Okay. It's called Hot Ones. Okay. And it's with it's hotter questions and even hotter wings. Okay. There's ten levels oh, of wings. Oh yeah, yeah. You meant uh, you probably just told me about it. There's ten levels of wings, and they always bring in like a celebrity, and they have to eat the wings and answer a question. It's not it's not a very revealing, you know. You know what I mean? It's not right. like hard hitting. It's just like a fun. Jeff Goldblum was on this episode. Yes. I would love if Jeff Goldblum ever even thought about coming on our show, but I want to just listen to Jeff Goldblum talk for like six hours 
Because the way that he's, <laughs> he, he talks. His cadence. Oh my gosh. He, the host is talking about like, how does it feel to be name dropped in raps? Because uh, rappers, he goes, so what we're going to do is I'm going to read you a rap lyric. And then I want to hear your response to it. Jeff Goldblum kind of takes that and throws it out the window, okay? The guy reads a rap lyric that dr- name drops Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum kind of laughs. And then just recites poetry back to him. With no like, hey, I'm going to read poetry back to you. He just reads, he just recites poetry out of nowhere. And the host is just like, what's going on? That's funny. And then like, they're done with the show. Okay. And they have to do like their, in- it's funny, they do their kind of intro bit at the end where it like, this week's guest is so-and-so. And then it like cuts to them like standing there smiling or whatever. They normally film that after the show. And what they do is they keep the camera rolling as they're starting. Jeff Goldblum, that was fun. Like it was enjoyable. And, and baby, you're a great host and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I like your shoes. Like, He's just so, like, positive and, like, personable. I would love for him to come so on. he's so bizarre. But this this interview is so funny because he talks about, I'm not going to be on the wall of shame. He's like, you know the show? He goes, yeah, I watch it to understand what I'm getting myself into. He made sure he got his vegan wings. Like, blah, 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 blah. Wait, vegan wings? They do that a lot for people who are vegetarian or vegan. Cause so what sh- is it made out of? Cardboard. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I they, they never said, had a vegan wing before. I would, I've had vegetarian wings, but but it couldn't be because it's not chicken because chicken is not. Well, so there's a whole there's this company that does chicken, but uh-huh. it's C I C H I C K dash N, and it's like soy or tofu or something. Ooh. No, Ooh. some of them are actually pretty good. No, the only reason I said that is because when your brother was young and he was playing football, we had to be really careful of what he ate. And I made him soy hot dogs, and I microwaved them before practice. And those those things just they blew up. Literally, they became like four times the size. They were so weird. Yeah, I threw the entire package in the garbage. I mean, like, so to me, okay. If I had a hot dog, right, and then I put it in the microwave, and it became four times bigger. Uh-huh. I would then proceed to shove all the rest of the hot dogs in the microwave. It wasn't a good size. It was Oh, it's not like a good thing. No. Because that sounds awesome. It was gross. Oh. It's it not was... like, whoa, jumbo dog. No, it was like, yeah, I'm thinking like if you have a zit on your face and it becomes four <clears throat> times bigger, that's what this looked like. Pop it. Pop the a hot dog. Big, a big tube of yuck. Okay. So, what should we talk about now? I don't know. What are you, what are you doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, because you were talking about Jeff Goldblum, we'd love yeah. to have him on the show. Love to have... Oh, I was going to talk about... Sorry, my brain is all over. That's okay. What um, I'm doing this weekend. I'm doing, doing this something weekend? fun this weekend. I don't doing? know if I told you. What are you doing? I'm going to another sing-along. It's the West Side Story, right? It is. I've never seen that movie. I, I want to know what they give you. Oh, I'll bring it home. Okay. Sometimes I just give it to my friend because she can use it in her classroom. I'm also going to call with the, the host lady. I'm going to call what she's wearing right now. Okay. Leather jacket. She's going to be... Dr- and she's going to have her hair in a pompadour. And she's going to look not like Danny from Grease, uh-huh. but like all the other characters in this movie. See, I don't think so because she has long blonde hair. Yeah, she can wear a wig or something. I don't know. I wanted to, I'm going to wear my shirt. What shirt? My contestant mother approved shirt. Oh, I could talk great. to her. You could. I'll talk to her. Will you? Yeah. Can I? Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want. You're an adult. I know, but I'm going to show her and tell her and see if we can get That'd be some, fun. To see if we can get her on the show or if we can do something to promote it. Yeah, that was So, be- yeah. So, Sunday afternoon, I'm going to see West Side Story. And next weekend, I don't think I'm going to get to go and I'm kind of disappointed. Sound of Music sing-along. 
okay, what would they give you at a sound of music sing along? See, I don't know. I just probably I like. Liked... Oh, they you know what they'd give you? You know what they give you? What? Each bag would have a different item. It would be a little deer. Uh huh. A name tag. Okay. A flashlight. I don't know. Right. There's gonna be a, 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 a thread. Yeah. But there'll be like a whistle because he blows the whistle to get the kids' Probably attention. Probably like an armband and yes. like a little mustache and. Like or different things, but that's like you the West Side. Totally story. went right over your head. No, I didn't. I was just ignoring it. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about. I don't think that armband will be in there. But anyway, oh, I'm this gonna, is fun. I'm gonna try to see it because even if I have to go by myself, you want to come with me? To see Sound of Music? Yeah. Isn't that like six hours long? I'm three and a half. Are you serious? It's long, and there's it's an intermission three- in there. Three and a half hours? I don't know how long it is. Oh. It's long. Oof. I'm just kidding. You don't it have is to go. long, though. It's a busy weekend next weekend. Yeah. So, anyway, so what's our theme for next week? And for the month of, can you believe it, Ruben? September. September. Oh, we said it together. It was cute. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. We're doing a phone. This is the most requested, and I, I'm sure I've said this like a hundred times. So I'll be like, oh, you said this four times. This is, this is, in my opinion, from going through emails again, this is the most requested theme. Okay. Constantly requested. I feel like okay. every other episode has this in the. Title. Oh, and this oh, kind yeah. of this kind of theme would be fun. So we're finally doing it. Okay. We do a whole month of it. Okay. And I posted this on our social media, so if you follow us on social media, you'll see that I've already teased it. I've already announced it. And um, have we gotten I'm, any good suggestions? We. Yeah. Um, I think we're still getting. Um, so did you pick one, or can I just say, "Hey, Ruben, pick number four. Oh no, I picked one. Oh, okay. Um. I have them, but I mean, so I posted. I mean, I'll just say what it is. We're doing remakes. We're we're finally doing. We're doing the original. So one of us is going to watch the original, and one of us is going to watch the remake. Yes. Is that correct? Well, we're well. Well, we're both watching them. We're both, both watching both because it's going to be a little do. weird because with some remakes they're so similar. Right. There's no point in doing the the story, but like both times, there's no point in me being like, so Romeo and Juliet, and then you going, so Romeo and Juliet. Right. We could just so talk about it. We're going to talk about it, and then we're going to talk about the differences together. Right. And then we're going to. We'll, We'll give each one a, you know, buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. But then, which one's better? Okay. Then we'll do a, a which one's sure. better. Which, which one deserves good. it? Um, what is it this week? I'm excited. I'm picking the first week. And I, and I, I, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I want to point this out that I was thinking, okay, finally. And I think you were kind of worried about this. We're finally going to get it. I wasn't worried, but I was thinking. You're saying we're finally going to get it. It won't work for this one. Why? Because the, and I was pointed out to this. The original It yes. was a two-part miniseries. Yes, it was. The new movie yes. is only the first one. So we'd have to wait uh, till the second poop. one because you, could, you couldn't only watch half right. of the, the original It. But, but we're going to do... We're doing It for Halloween. And it, we'll have it'll a special guest, up. which is my friend Eileen. I'll be, I'm excited for that. But uh, we really quick... What is, what is a remake? What counts? What doesn't count? Because I've, I've already had some conversations with some people. What okay. counts? What doesn't count? I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, softball something to you, and you tell me if you think it counts or doesn't. Okay. Uh, both Ghostbusters movies. Ghostbusters one and two. Are those remakes? No, Ghostbusters one and then Ghostbusters two. Does that count? No. No. Because why? Because it's not the same. It's a sequel. But Ghostbusters with the boys and Ghostbusters with the girls that counts because it's it's a, a remake. Right. But now a reboot. Does mm-hmm. a reboot count as a remake? And I say no. What's the difference? I don't know. So to me... <laughs> I have no idea. Totally. Here's a great example. Okay. The original Mad Max. Yes. And Mad Max Fury Road. 
which is technically it's supposed to be the same character. Yeah, but but it's like a you know it's nope, like that's a reboot, so that's not it, the same. It's a reboot. S- yeah. So okay. S- uh, Batman eighty nine in Batman Begins. Is that a it's remake? Not, nope. Why? It's a reboot. It's a it's a retelling of a story featuring a pre existing character. Okay. That's why superhero movies don't count because okay. like the Spider Man movies, okay. they're all different. Right. They're not the retelling of the first Spider Man movie. They're all retellings of the Spider Man comics, so they all have different things in common. Okay. You, you see what I mean? Right. So I'm excited. We've gotten. I mean, I'll just read the comments a little bit of things we've gotten. A lot of Disney suggestions because of what Disney's doing now with the live action ones. <gasps> yes, 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 uh, yes. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. That no, that doesn't count. That's literally the opposite. That's literally a reboot. You just said that that doesn't count. That's actually a sequel. It's a sequel. It's not a sequel. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's a reboot. <laughs> um. I was just kidding. True Grit has shown up a couple times. Yeah, we've already. Didn't no, we? we've never done True Grit. We've mentioned it. Okay. Um, a lot of... Uh, there was this one comment that I really liked. And it talked about... Are we just... Ta- it says, are we talking English remakes of originally English? I think Night of the Living Dead is a good example. Um, if you're talking about English remakes of foreign films, you've got a bunch of horror movies. But there's a lot of movies that we've even already covered on the show. Right. That I've, like, I was looking up like movies you didn't know were remakes or whatever. There's tons of movies that's like, well, this is actually right. this other movie from, like, Norway or something. What's the one we just watched about Alaska? Insomnia. Yeah. That's a remake of, like, a Norwegian film. Oh, wow. So, also, uh, the Hall of Hall of Greats that aren't going to get to make it into this month because we've already technically done them on the show. We're sorry, Psycho. You can't. <sighs> you've already been on the show. Right. That would have been a fun one. Because it's literally shot for shot. It almost ruined oh, yeah. Gus With Van Zandt's career. Was it Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Who I love, and, and just that was terrible. I, I turned it. it off. I want to watch it. I mean, it's the same movie. It's exactly the same. I've yeah, watched it. Except he's wearing a cardigan. And so? he's creepy. I mean, it's like a creepy Mr. Rogers. <laughs> what else What else have we... What? I just thought of something. No, it's good. I'll talk about it next right. week. I just thought of something I watched. What did you watch? You can talk about it. Book Club. It's not good. It's not good? I really wanted to see it. You know I was excited. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good? No. It uh, wasn't even worth the dollar fifty. Really? No. What's it about? It's about four friends that have been friends in a book club forever. Mm-hmm. And now they're going through a different phase of their lives. And they are now going to read The Fifty Shades of Grey. Oof. But the weirdest thing to me is... Do they say the name of the book? Yeah. Okay. Oh, they show it because they read all three of them. Oh, and they're all going through different things. But the weirdest thing to me is Jane Fonda, who looks amazing because they've got her all dolled up, who is 80. Her f- male interest is Don Johnson, who is 68. Good for her. I know. Well, they even say he's all I'm younger. And then, like, Diane Keaton is 78. Mm-hmm. Her main guy is Andy Garcia, who is 68. Good for her. I know, but I mean... It's, but a, they, it's almost a flip, though, because it's almost yeah, like... but they give them beards, and then there was something... Oh, Craig T. Nelson... Love Craig T. Nelson. ...is Mary Steenburgen's husband, and there's one more. Oh, uh, Candace... Richard Dreyfus. Oh, yeah, that's just a little thing. She ends up with no one, because her husband of 18 years divorces... I mean, her husband divorced her 18 years ago, is what I meant to say. But she kind of goes out, and then she doesn't, and then she ends up doing again. Is Richard Dreyfus playing himself? You no, like called me into the room, and he was on screen. I'm like, it's Richard Dreyfus," And you're like, yeah! And I was like, 
Well, because I, I hadn't seen him for a long time. He's just looking older, because aren't yeah. we all? Yeah. So, okay. Give it to me, Ruben. What movie are we watching this I get week? Pick, I get to pick the first week. And I'm yeah. excited. I, I'm actually going to let you pick them all. Why? Well, because you got the Facebook thing we going on. We do have Facebook thing. We're definitely, we're definitely going to get a Disney one in there. Yes. I mean, right now there's only two options, which is fine. Right? There's only really two. So mm. like, oh, actually, this other movie. <laughs> so, Cinderella? Uh, I forgot about that. Beauty and Beast? Jungle Book. Jungle Book? I think that's really it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's something else, but anyway. Okay, tell me. I mean, okay. Just tell me because I'm excited. Ooh, I got really close to the mic. I've actually, we've popped it other times. That didn't pop it. Here's the thing. No, just tell me. There, now I did. And still didn't pop it. Don't okay. don't test it. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what I'm going to have you watch for the first week. Because this movie Because when I said it, was it that? Yeah. Okay. Because this movie is one of those ones that I've teased and I've wanted it to be on the right. show. And I'm like, okay, I think it's we'll like finally use it. It's like hard to hold. You're saving it, keeping it, it in your pocket. Yeah. You're going to watch The Room. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was like, no! Nah! I know that's coming too. And that hasn't technically been remade, but like, there's the, the the biopic about the making of it, which I wish there was more movies like that, because that itself would be a really fun month, but I don't think there's even there's enough movies that to do okay, that. Okay, tell me! Watching Ghostbusters. Woohoo! I've seen the first one. I'm not going to watch it again. Do I have to watch it again? Yeah, watch it again. I've so seen good. it like three times. It's so three times i've seen it at least 50 times okay so you don't have to see it again either. oh i'm going to but i've never seen the girl one it's fine okay it's is it the worst movie i've ever seen no, no. is it even hold a candle to the original ghostbusters no no i did it uh, the, the biggest disappointment to me was that it was a new universe mm. this this could have been mm -hmm. a real this could have been a really cool way to tie new the new batch or whatever you want to call uh -huh. the new new recruits to the old recruits because they're all in it all the old guys are in it except for Harold Ramis who's dead and even he's in it like he's in it for a second uh, in a really cool way to, to put him in it not weird CGI or anything um, but he's, he's in it in quotes okay. for like a second because um, they linger on it yeah so, so we'll, okay. um, we'll talk about so we're doing scene. Ghostbusters so yeah you know what I just realized what? What am I going to title this month of episodes? Because it's all the same title. What if I just... What if I just combined the names of the movie, even if they're the same names? So next week's episode is Buster Buster. That's funny. Or Yeah, Buster Busters 84 slash yeah. 17 or whatever. The girls, girl Ghostbusters versus the boy Ghostbusters. <laughs> I whatever you, i don't think you can call it that why can't i i don't know okay i can call it whatever <laughs> i want to <laughs> all right guys uh that's this episode we'll see you next week which is just in a few days which is in a few days We're oh i gotta start quick. watching them yeah i'm probably gonna watch watch one tonight you should go to bed i should go to bed all right good night we're going to bed all right <laughs> <laughs> he's going to bed i'm not going to bed yeah, it's I, too early i work at four in the morning all right i'll see you next week with ghostbusters everybody bye bye